Hello, Lincoln. Thanks for listening in to support LNK, the podcast, which was created to support small business owners and entrepreneurs in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm your host, Lorraine Penner, but you can call me Lo, creator of Support LNK and co-owner of Harbor 402 with my husband, Jeffrey. I'll be taking you through the ins and outs of meeting and learning about our guests each week. On today's episode, we are talking to Chad Thies, owner of Zell HR, which is located here in Lincoln on the corner of 48th and Calvert. Zell has so many great services that they offer to their clients like HR consulting, leadership and development, recruiting, and many other special projects. So let's jump right in. Hello, Lincoln. Today, my guest is Chad Thies of Zell HR. Thank you for joining me today, Chad, on Support LNK, the podcast, and giving our listeners the opportunity to get to know you and Zell better. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here with you, Lo, and I'm ready to get started. Let's do it. Quick side note to anybody listening, this is actually round two. We had, Chad and I had interviewed an awesome recording a couple weeks ago, and unfortunately the audio was bad. And so this is round two, should be even better than the awesome one the first time. But if anybody has listened before, you know that I like to start things off with a little bit of gratefulness and gratitude to get us in the right mindset for today. So tell me something good, Chad. What is one thing that you are grateful for or thankful for today? Well, I'm happy to be here with you, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful to be on a podcast that supports our local community. I'm happy to be here with someone who has a bright, shiny, awesome attitude. So my day's already got off the right foot because of you, so I'm grateful for this. Oh, thank you, Chad. I appreciate that. But yeah, let's jump right into it. Tell us about your business. What is Zell about? So Zell is, we have three different business lines within Zell. Uh, our first division was what we call HR Consulting. So we have a chance to work with hundreds of companies in the HR space. Uh, many of those companies will use us on a retained basis. That means that we either are their HR department or we work with their existing HR departments to make it stronger than it already is. And then in addition to that HR consulting piece, we do a lot of special projects. So we have you know, dozens of leadership development programs going on simultaneously. Some of those are on hold now uh, with COVID. We do a lot of, uh, so a lot of training and development opportunities. And we create all those ourselves, which is really neat too. So we're not a franchise. We didn't get it from a box, open it up and then train on it. It's, these are things that we've built ourselves based on what we've heard our clients need. So I think that makes us position ourselves really well in the market. We do yeah. a lot of succession planning and we, we have a lot of boomers leaving the workforce right now. And uh, it's kind of scary. It's a great generation. And so a lot of section planning is taking place. We spend a lot of time on performance management. Uh, people are always trying to make uh, ways to make that process better and stronger. We do a lot in the areas of, of labor law, compliance, employee relations, uh, you name it, Low, We're in the space of HR. The only thing we do not do is payroll. Otherwise, we're pretty much a full service HR provider. And we like to be on campus at our clients' locations as much as possible because being a virtual partner is really hard and we're kind of virtual partners right now, but typically we're on site with our clients, you know, once a week because we want them to make them feel like we're not uh, a consultant, but we're one of their employees too. That's really important to us is to have that presence and be a part of the team so we can grow with them and just have those relationships. We also have a very large recruiting division. Uh, so we're averaging about 20 to 25 jobs at a time, sometimes more. And those are a lot of direct hire positions. And uh, we have the opportunity to work with what I've considered many of Lincoln's best businesses, uh, just from a cultural standpoint, from a longevity standpoint. So very blessed to work with awesome organizations to help them continue to grow their organizations through finding the right people, the right cultural fits, bring the right competencies to the table. 
that make a huge difference for them for many years to come. Uh, yeah. And lastly, we have a ton of partnerships low. We have about seven or eight different partnerships. So we are the preferred HR provider for many organizations. That's been really great for us. Again, beautiful opportunity for us to connect with a lot of longstanding uh, nonprofit organizations that are focused on servicing their clients in healthcare, banking, nonprofit. And we have, again, the, op- the opportunity to be their preferred HR provider, many of their many of their preferred HR provider anyway. It's something that's really special and to work with all of them. So partnerships are important and we value that and carry that with a badge of honor because we're very blessed again to be associated with these organizations. Yeah, awesome. All of that stuff. It sounds like it's very much needed in any organization, whether it's for-profit or non-profit. So it sounds like a lot of awesome special projects that you have. I love that training and development piece also, but then the recruiting and the partnerships and the HR, it just covers a whole span of things that would really benefit any of your clients. So awesome suite of, of things you have available to them. If you had to answer this question, how would you? What problem does your business solve and for who? That's a great question. What problem does my business solve and for who? Well, a lot of organizations that we work with uh, simply do not have human resources. They could be 50 people or less, uh, and that's a huge gap for them because they really want to make sure that their employees are getting the human resource needs that uh, they, they should have. And if they don't have a person doing that or someone kind of pitching into that, it's very hard to adequately give people the needs they have. So I think what we ultimately give people is an avenue to come to us and share their vulnerabilities because we all have those. The ability to come to an anonymous resource and just talk to us about things that are exciting in their lives at work and things that are troubling them at work and walk through those with them to help them, again, be their happiest at work and struggle through some problems with them because we're in it with them and to celebrate the successes together. And ultimately, too, for the owners we get a chance to work with is to listen to their needs because they brought us in because they care. We would not be a part of the organization working with them in their HR departments if they didn't care. So they desperately care about their culture and enhancements and things like that. So it's our job to come in and listen to needs that that really they've been wanting to tackle for maybe years Mm -hmm. and make sure that we're giving all of our effort and energy to making sure that we're exceeding the expectations that have been set forth for us by providing opportunities for the employees and ownership to continue to move the culture forward. Absolutely. And so what was it actually that made you decide to want to start your business? Well, I love people and that in HR should and is the people business. And I thought it'd be really neat to be able to take HR a step further. And what I mean by that is I think uh, I love H- I love HR professionals. It's it's my favorite industry and I'm certainly biased cuz I'm in the industry, but <laughs> I think I think HR professionals oftentimes do not get the opportunity to do things they'd like to do simply because they're so busy, they're juggling many different things and it's hard for them to have a time to to do certain initiatives. And I think also oftentimes when you are in an existing organization low you know, after a while, you don't become the expert anymore, right? Because you're like, well, mm-hmm. HR said this and, you know, or if you do training and development, things like that. Well, if you're not from the outside, it's not as special. So we get to be from the outside and the inside, whether we're the experts or not, you know, or we're perceived as that. And we are. So we have the opportunity to come in and, and make significant change happen. But I knew that in order for that to happen, we had to come in from, again, the outside perspective, because we have the ability to come in low and really be just transparent partners with, with ownership and employees 
space because at the end of the day, we're there to serve them. Mm -hmm. But what I wanted to do in a consultancy space was be able to speak truth. And it's, it's much harder to do that when you're an internal organization versus being an external consultant. As, as external consultants, we have the ability to truly speak truth. And then that, that in turn helps with transparency and it in turn helps, you know, knocking out action items are most important to, to ownership and to the employees. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes what's needed is the cold, hard truth. But like you said, when you're in it, when you're living in there the day to day and you're just so used to it, you kind of know it in the back of your head. But until someone from the outside speaks to it, then then you start listening, maybe. After our last interview, you also told me that there's a special meaning to the name that you came up with for Zell. Is that correct? There is, yes. So that logo that we have is supposed to represent a gazelle. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a, a marketing team do a campaign for names for us. Along with the graphics, they also had descriptions uh, and what the graphics meant. And A, I liked the logo a lot. A gazelle, per the description, represented something that's fast, fluid, nimble, smart. And I'm not a lot of those things, but collectively <laughs> as a team, we're all those things. So we want to be sure we're nimble smart, fast, fluid for our clients. And, and that's what it's supposed to represent. You wouldn't know that otherwise, but yeah, the logo is, is supposed to represent a gazelle. Awesome. And yeah, I loved those fast, fluid, nimble, and smart. And so that kind of maybe runs into this next question. In the space of HR, how does your business stand out from the rest? In other words, what would you call your secret sauce? You know, I think everybody means this when they say this, but I think our secret sauce is a couple of things. It's our people. We worked really hard to select people who not only know HR, but can uh, execute on things that uh, are needed. And they're, they're action-oriented people, and they're fearless and kind. They're just, they want to go in and, and, and exceed expectations. So we've worked incredibly hard to select very hard on the front end. And then hopefully when they come on board, Lily Lowe, I don't manage anybody on our team because they work so hard. And they're so good that they have the flexibility and drive just to go out and do what they do with that with little oversight from me. And then in addition to that, our secret sauce is also that we're unique because there's nobody that does the full circle that we do. Again, we're out there creating our own materials for our clients. Everything that we do is designed to be different for our clients. That's unique too. Again, we're not a franchise. We're very proud of the fact that we're not an HR consulting franchise. Because in order for things to truly work, I think you need to listen to what your clients need and then infuse their cultural components into everything that you do. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when we step into a client, we're not going to step in and bring Zell and we're going to bring their organization into what we do. Uh, and that's really important too. And that's what we do. Again, we operate on the instructional design forefront where the idea behind that is I'm going to go and learn about your culture and the things we create are going to be infused with your culture everywhere, not, not ours. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that what you said too. For, for my business, Harbor 402, two of the things that we say are our pillars are active listening. Whenever our clients are talking to us, anytime we're interviewing or uh, doing any questionnaires, anything like that, we're actively listening to hear what they're saying and sometimes even the things that they're saying behind the lines. And it seems like that's what you do too. Um, you are present, like you said, and you're listening. And then that attention to detail is the other thing. Those two pieces that they're just so free to give. And it seems like with many business is in the hustle and bustle of things, they just kind of overlook it, maybe not even on purpose, but it's just those two things are so simple, but it's hard at the same time to make it a priority to do those small things that really matter. So yeah, I love that. I completely agree with you on everything you just said. Kind of into a little bit more deep questions here. What was the toughest thing that you went through when you were opening or when you decided to open? 
it's another very good question. I think my, my toughest thing that I did was I was the head of HR at Union Bank and Trust, and I consider Union Bank and Trust to be one of the best organizations that I've ever worked with, certainly worked for, and still today, and, and they're one of our best clients today, and I think they forever will be. You know, it's always difficult when you're in a really good situation, and I was in a very good situation where I could, could save that job for the next 30 years, but mm -hmm. I think my boss, Angie, knew that I always wanted more, needed more. I brought this idea forward to her and she embraced it and said, let's do this. And she said, let's do it together. I said, let's, let's do it together. And so the, having the ability, I think, to work for someone who A, cared about me and B, saw that we could do this business. But even with this great idea I thought I had low, you know, you never know what's going to work, right? You got to grind and grind and grind and grind and lean on your friends to hopefully work with you. Mm -hmm. So you just take taking a leap of faith is super hard to do, as you know, being a business owner too. Yeah. And you think it's going to work and you just don't know that for sure. But I thought it would. And I, and I, I guess knew that if we grinded hard enough and if we built the right trainings and built the right recruiting in place and just created some differentiating factors would be okay. And, and we grew fast. We grew that first year very fast and we've grown ever since. And I think it's through uh, leading without an ego, being kind and just working our tails off for our clients. That's something that we know we have to do every day is to not let balls drop and just again it's a grind but it's a fun grind yeah absolutely it's risky starting a business it's challenging but it also builds character in that so it's definitely worth the risk and so what would you say then is your is the toughest part about having a business for you so far in 2020 well for us you know like i said one of the differentiating factors for zell is that we are um we're we operate heavily on our hr side on a 200 mile radius and the reason for that is that we like to be on site as much as we possibly can be and with covid happening right now we have not had the opportunities like we have in the past to be on site with our clients like we normally would be mm -hmm. you know once twice a week and that's been hard for everybody but we're, we're making these zoom things work from this we've learned how to work a little bit differently and maybe maybe more smart in some areas too so there's a lot of positives in that but again the biggest difference for us is certainly just not being able to be physically with our clients as much as we had in the past that's by far and away the, the, the biggest challenge that was something that I was very impressed with as well when you mentioned that that you are your goal is to be on site with as many clients you know weekly I believe it was just the fact that you can't have that but you are still utilizing zoom hopefully there will come a day in the near future here where that just starts to dissipate and then become something of the past so if you you had to start over from day one is there anything that you would have done differently well i i'm prepared for this question because this is our second time around doing this interview and like i told you last time you know truly no there really isn't anything i would have done differently and i mean that in all sincerity too because usually i can reflect back and think gosh i screw up a lot low so i would have a lot of scripts normally and i did along the way i think from those we've learned what works in our business we've learned what doesn't work uh, we're very fortunate to, to select incredibly strong, talented people for Zell. So we got that right. Through our uh, missteps, we gained traction and it made us a better business. So I really wouldn't change really anything. I think we've been fortunate to just hit the ground, go and, and learn along the way. And we're still fumbling on some things here and there like any business does. So we just pick ourselves back up, dust ourselves off and, and get it right the next time. So I wouldn't change anything. And I, I mean that in sincerity. And usually I would say I would change this or that but I really wouldn't. That's awesome. And I love how you basically said hit the ball running as you go changing things. And that's, I think that's a piece that some people in business, they miss.
this, they try to think that they have to have it so perfect, you know, in the beginning, but every day you learn something new. And so constant state of beta with, with the things that the environment or the culture or the business world or whatever it is that throws at you every day, nothing is going to be constant. And so, um, so yeah, just kind of tackling what gets thrown at you deciding, okay, so this is how it needs to shift. Maybe a lot, maybe just a little bit, but then just moving forward with that and not calling it a huge disappointment or saying, okay, I, this is where we stop or this is where we're going to stay and not change. There's just a lot, again, a lot of character comes out of that. You find out who you are and you find out who your team is. It's just, it constantly molds you into the people and the business that you are for the future, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, has the internet played a big role in your business? I would say yes, it has. Social media, the internet, our website, the first four or five years of our business, it was, you know, us outbounding to meet with people to, to gain business. And now it's really fun. We have people uh, coming to our website and calling us to, to meet with us. And that's probably a quarter of our, our business is people coming direct to us now. So it tells me our brand has grown, which is really exciting. So yes, the internet has played a significant factor in our business. We're trying very hard to be out there on social media. That's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and all those resources and put out there, put information out there where people aren't going to be fatigued by us, mm -hmm. but people are being looking forward to information that we send. Uh, yeah. So it's been very, very, it's been very important to our business. Awesome. And so what would you say then is your worst technology headache as of today? Good question. Worst <laughs> technology headache today? Well, I think everybody, I, I, have, I have something every day with technology because I'm the least talented technology person on our team. So for me, it's calling <laughs> our, our help desk and they say, shut your computer off, Chad, <laughs> you know, and I, yeah. which often works. Turn I would it off say, and turn it back on. But 95% of the time that works right, for anything. Yeah. I, I, I would say, <laughs> I guess just when it doesn't work, low because we have our uh, team meetings on Zoom and things like that, but it's been pretty effective. I mean, I don't really have, I really don't can't think of any, I, you know, surprisingly, I probably should have some, but I don't really. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good that it's not taking up too much of your time to have to deal with that. It's a, a marker in your mind that comes up first thing. <laughs> Yeah. And so if you had to look six to 12 months into the future, where would you like Zell to be? I'd like to be on the same trajectory we're on right now. We've experienced great growth and we're going to, I think, continue to do that. It looks, it appears that way. And I want to grow smart though, Lo. I, you know, we have uh, intentions to be in other states and, and things like that eventually. But I, I think growing smart versus just going out and creating a new office space for our, our, our Zell and X city will work. But I, I want to take that approach slowly. So um, for mm -hmm. us, it's very difficult to find HR people that can do what we ask them to do. So I would say for us, six, 12 months is just continue the, the pattern that we're on of good growth. You know, eventually we'll take that leap and, and have office spaces in you know, the Kansas City area in Omaha. But mm -hmm. um, we're growing in Omaha already anyway. It's close enough by. We don't have to have an office space there, I don't think. Um, but I think I just would want to just uh, continue to be really good at what we're good at uh, and grow smartly, I guess. Yeah, great answer. And so while you were answering that, another question popped into my head. You had uh, mentioned a few times now that your people, your staff, that they're just the best of the best HR pretty much. And I, I love that. And I completely am proud of that for you. You had mentioned also earlier about the training and development program. And so just out of curiosity, do your staff go through that training and development program themselves too, so that they can be more versed in what they would be training the other clients? Oh, for sure. Good question. Yes, absolutely. And and they're and as we're creating it together, we're in going through it intimately together because we're 
you know, spending incredible amount of hours trying to create trainings that make sense. And so, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't like to go through it together. We create it together. So by the time we're done with the training, we know it upside down and we can just probably, we don't even need a PowerPoint. We can just speak without having it. So yeah, we absolutely, everything that we do and teach and talk on, there are things that we've all done. I think that's really important is mm-hmm. we played the game we played the game at a high level. And I think that's really important because if you're going to Call yourself a consultant. You have to back it up with with some work history, I think. And and what have you done, right? Because like it or not, I could be 23 years old. And we have a lot of great, amazing young talent on our team, but they can only do so much for us outward facing because they haven't had the worldly experiences yet you know, to walk into an owner's office and say, "I think this is something you should consider doing." And the owner might say, "Well, what what have you?" experience in this and, and they just don't have the life experiences yet some people mm-hmm. and they're going to yeah. get that with time as talented as they are they, they, I, I do think experience matters oh yeah absolutely there's definitely the space for talent and native skills but then it's just that practice and that experience that hones it into a craft um, absolutely and so kind of closing down on the questions a little bit here what can we all do right now as the support lnk community to help you and zell in any way you're already doing it by doing this, Low. I think you're such a good representative for our Lincoln community, supporting Lincoln. I think that's so important for all of us to do. You know, there's no reason to go national on things. Keep it local. There's a lot of there's a lot of talent locally here in Lincoln. There's a lot of great businesses mm-hmm. here in Lincoln. A lot of great restaurants. A lot of great retail. So let's keep it local. Let's help grow Lincoln together. Um, yeah. Let's shop outside our homes. I know it's easy to get the Amazon fairies right, which we have all the time coming up and dropping <laughs> this stuff off. Yep. You know, and uh, it's Christmas every day, right, when they come. But I'm like, you know what? I want to go. I want to make sure that I'm shopping local. I, I think that's really, really important to do. And we're trying to make a concerted effort in my family and in our team, you know, to make sure we're shopping local, local business, because uh, the more we can support each other, the more we grow together, the more fun we have together and the stronger community that we have. So appreciate what you're doing. I mean, you are a catalyst for, you know, focusing on supporting Lincoln and supporting local businesses. Oh, thank you, Chad. I appreciate that. Do you have any upcoming promotions that you want any of us to know about? You know, we're speaking all the time. We keep our website update on what we have going on. Uh, that's probably the best way to follow us and, and, and see what's out there. We just had a chance to speak at the Sherman, Nebraska conference. They did a great job with that. A lot of speaking we do is national though, too. So, and that's kind of been on hold though, low. So we've kind of mm-hmm. not traveled anywhere to speak lately. But yeah, our website, uh, Courtney from our team does a marvelous job keeping your website up to date with things we have going on. And we certainly promote things on, uh, on LinkedIn. So yeah, lots of stuff. And I can't even <laughs> remember all of them right now, but people will see it. So follow us on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and you'll know where we're going to be. And we'd love to connect with you. So let us know how we can all find and connect with you online. I know you mentioned your website and I'll get everything linked here in the show notes as well. But you said uh, website, LinkedIn, Facebook. Is there anywhere else? Website, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Perfect. And then again, I'll make sure to get all those links on there for you. In closing, what would you like to say to the LinkedIn community as a whole? I would just like to say good job, Lincoln community of, again, truly, I think, supporting our businesses. And if you look at how we've largely done as a community together throughout this tough year we went through, I think we've banded together to, I hope, support each other. And if, if you're not supporting local businesses right now, uh, please consider doing it, is what I would say. I think that's really important to our community's growth and success and sustainability is to, you know, to support each other. And, and it's not hard to do either. So just, you know, change the way you shop a little bit, change the way you eat a little bit. And uh, we're all continue to be a stronger community together and be kind. I mean, we're in an environment right now, low, I think, where kindness is so important to our well-being. And that's something we get to choose the path we walk every day. You can choose the kindness path or the other path. And it's not that hard to choose that path. So as much as we can choose kindness, please do it. 
wholeheartedly agree. Kindness, listening, being present, those are all free things that you can do, not only in business, but just to any person that you interact with. It's just common courtesy, but it's also free to do. And you don't even know, like sometimes when you're talking to someone, you don't know who that could be to you or who that could be to someone in your life. And so just treating everybody with the intrinsic value that they have is so easy to do once you make a habit of it. But yeah, thank you so much, Chad, for the time and giving us all this valuable knowledge about you and Zell. Thank you, Lo. Appreciate you so much. And that's it for today. Special thanks again to Chad Thies from Zell HR for being such a fun and easy guy to have a chat with and who made me feel so very appreciated. So big shout out to Chad for being one of my absolute favorite words. Awesome. Be sure to check out Zell online or give Chad a call if your business is looking for an assist in any of the areas they specialize in that we heard about today. Well, that's all for now. And until next time, be honest, stay well, and never stop supporting Lincoln.